What's up, everybody? How y'all doing tonight? Y'all good? That's good stuff. Man, I, I don't know about y'all, but I'm hoping they have some leftover food afterwards. We can all go like jump into it. Y'all good with that? See, so tonight we're talking about just that. So let me, I, I want to tell you real quick, uh, because most of you already know what they are anyway, about a magnet. All right. And then I'm going to tell you a couple personal stories and share a couple points and we're going to be done. But I want to tell you really quick about magnets. So if, if you take a magnet, and I should have brought one up here with me, but I don't have one. But if you take a magnet and then you take some pieces of metal, some nuts, bolts, screws, whatever, and you take a magnet and you get close enough to that magnet, you already know what happens. What happens? It goes right to it, right? It attracts it right to it. If you take another magnet and you put another magnet on this side and you push them together, what happens? All right. So I, I think all magnets are the same, but magnets attract metal. But if you're a piece of metal, you go wherever the magnet goes. You following me with that? All right. So you, you know the basics of how a magnet works. Just wanted to make sure everybody kind of knew that. But while we can't see what attracts a magnet to metal, we know that the force is there because of the way the metal reacts to the magnet, right? We know that there's a force there. And the force is always present. It's constantly there. And sometimes it can be powerful. There's little magnets and there's like really, really big magnets, right? Would you agree with that? Like you see some huge ones in the workforce and all that stuff. And so we know it's always there. So another, another thing that's a force that we can't see is like wind, right? But when we look at it, we see leaves blowing, trees blowing in the wind, and we see its effects, right? We also know that another force that we can't see, and this is the reason all of y'all are right here like this right now and not floating all over the place, is what? Gravity. Gravity. That's exactly right. So all this science study stuff that I never really did well, is anybody good at science? I'm terrible at it, like as a subject, dude. I wasn't good at science. I wasn't good at math. I wasn't good at English. Like, I, my favorite two subjects were P.E., and lunch. That's what I'm talking about. Y'all could tell. All right. But anyway, scientific studies helped us identify and even measure the forces around us in the entire world. So there's all kind of forces at work in our world. There's all kind of stuff. And tonight, I'm going to ask you in a little bit about if you're metal or a magnet, but I want to kind of share a story from scripture. This, what, from what I understand, is the last night before summer that at least at Journey students, you will hear a full-on worship service and have a message. Because you're going to be having some fun. Some of y'all are going to be getting ready for college and getting jobs and working and all that good stuff. And so what I want to share with you tonight, at least I believe, not because I'm saying it, but because it's here in God's Word, I want to encourage you tonight to really listen up. What I have to say is very important because it's what God is teaching you. You're not too young. You're not too cool. And you're not too old for the leaders in the room. And you're not any of those things to live for Jesus. The best thing that you could ever do in your entire life is live for Jesus. But here's what we do know. We know the truth is we're getting pulled by all kinds of forces. I mean, there's the forces of social media. Y'all know what I'm talking about. How many of y'all would say you're on social media eight hours or more a day? Raise your hand. Some of y'all, how many of y'all just lied? Raise your hand. Everybody, almost everybody, raise your hand. Because y'all know y'all are on it all the time. Snapchat, what, is, what are the things? Be real or whatever it is. 
TikTok, Instagram, all that stuff. So we, I know all that's, that's true. Now, here's another thing. People are forces of influence as well. I mean, you got news, you got YouTuber influencers, you got all these different people out there that are influencing you, and that's all you see a lot of times all day, whether it's TV or some show you binge watch. They're throwing in every single thing they can to get your attention and to say they want to be a magnet that pulls you, they want you to be metal, and they want to pull you towards them, and they want you to go everywhere they go, do everything they do, believe everything they say that they want you to believe, and they want you just to follow suit. And I'm here tonight to tell you that it's okay to not be metal, and it's okay to be your own magnet for yourself, okay? That's what I want to talk about there's this, so I'm, I want to tell you two stories, because none of us leaders in the room, will y'all just kind of agree or disagree with me? If you agree, you're going to raise your hand. How many of y'all have messed up before as a teenager? Can y'all look around, students? I didn't do this for the leader's sake. I did this for your sake. Hey, listen, you're going to make mistakes. Seniors, you're not going to do everything perfect at college. I can almost guarantee you that. And you're going to have forces pulling you every way. Drink this try this. And can I just say this? Don't do any of that stuff at all. But some of you are like, whatever, dude, I'm going to college, man. Like, come on, right? Some of you are like that in your head. Some of you might not be. Some of you are going to struggle in the middle of all this stuff. This summer, all of you are going to have some times where you're going to have to deal with certain things. But can I just say this, man? I'm going to say this real. This ain't in my notes, but I just feel this. Like some of y'all are going to get offered something that you're going to take and if you're not careful, man, two people that I know of recently died of fentanyl overdose. And I just wonder if somebody gave them that and they had no idea what it was and it took their life. That's not the only thing, but man, the extreme of it is that could actually happen. And it makes a difference the choices you make and who you allow to influence you and how you influence others. And not just that, all kinds of stuff. But I want to tell you real quick, two quick stories. I want to share about Solomon. I want to share a couple points and then I'll be done. Here's my first story. My first story is the time when I was not a magnet. I was not pulling others towards Jesus, but I was metal. I was going in direction. Everybody else wanted me to go and I was about your age. So I'm at school. I went to Butler High School, South Augusta, L.A., represent. How do you do that? Where we go? L.A., baby. Anyway, Lower Augusta, that's what that stands for. It was all like fun and games. You know, I, I, I'm done with a thug life. Now I'm all about the hug life. If you need a hug later, I got you. But here's the thing, man. So I'm at school and I kind of just, right around 13 years old, I just start to rebel. And you're not going to hear any of the worst stories in my life, but I got them and I wish I could take them back. Okay, and I wish I could give them all back to Jesus, but I can't. They're gone. I've learned from them. I've moved forward, and I'm thankful so much, so grateful from where God has brought me from, right? And I hope none of you have to have a testimony like that because I didn't hear the word like you're hearing the word. I didn't hear it quite as clear sometimes as I thought I did. I didn't hear it clear always from my parents. I didn't hear it clear from the church that I was made to go to. You know, like you're going to church. If you're going to live in this house, boy, you're going to church, right? So that, that's kind of what I, what I was told. And if you don't, you can get out, you know, kind of stuff. And I appreciate that. I appreciate that in so many ways. But 
I chose to go. I don't even know what the heck all of this is. They didn't explain it well. I was told stuff like this. If you do this, God will hate you. Maybe not in those words, but that's the way every day it made me feel in so many ways when I was trying to understand the whole God thing. So I'm at Butler High School and I got in trouble a lot my senior year. I want to say I had 17 skip days, something like that. I had fun, you know, I did all that stuff. But the reason I would go skip class is because all my friends were doing it. So all my friends are doing it and I had that FOMO, right? Fear of missing out. And so I wanted to be a part of it. I mean, we would go, we would go, like we had fun. So like in the name of fun, we thought it was right. We would go to a pond and have this huge rope swing, dude, like 30 feet up. Any one of us could have died and like broke our neck. We didn't know it was in the pond. We just went and did it one day. And, and so we just kind of, we got busted several times, all that kind of stuff. But in school was some of my favorite stories of when I didn't do so right. So like we would be sitting in class on the second floor and we had these windows that when you opened them up, they kind of held open like this. Y'all know what I'm talking about? They were like halfway open and they, they were like pointing down. And so any of my friends, man, we had this thing like all the time, like our books were messed up because <laughs> any of the time my friends would go to the bathroom, like I didn't go to the bathroom, I'll hold that junk because anytime they went to the bathroom, we would take the books and drop them out the window. <laughs> like all their books sitting on the desk. So we'd, everything they got, we just drop it out the window all the way down. And then there's papers everywhere. They get all kind of messed up. That's kind of stuff that I love to do. And sometimes we got busted. We got caught for it. This one time I had to recite a poem in like literature class. And this dude was hardcore. I didn't, I didn't study it. I didn't know anything of it. So I just went up there and started doing a rap song from like Snoop Dogg or something. And man, hey, it was good until Coach West, you know what I'm talking about? He made me go outside and hug the tree outside the class the rest of the day, outside the window. And the whole class, every time he wasn't looking at me, I was looking at the class going, doing something stupid, right? I mean, we had fun, and you can say all of that is wrong, and technically it probably didn't hurt anybody, right? I mean, it was kind of in good fun. Um, it might have hurt a couple of our friends' feelings. We didn't pick on people necessarily like that, but throwing their books out the window, man, sometimes we get in a little tussle, you know, you throw the book the wrong way or the book got stuck somewhere or something stupid like that. So we had a lot of fun, but here's the thing, in some of those years and some of the stories you will never know about me, I had the choice of being a magnet that influenced people in a positive way to love God. And I had the choice of just doing whatever I wanted and going and being metal and being pulled by all kinds of the magnets around me. That's why I wish I could take back drugs. I wish I could take back drunkenness. I wish I could take back the stupid decisions that I made, the dumb times that, that I would almost get arrested. Like all those things, I wish I could take all of them back because I didn't choose to influence people in a positive way. I was the metal and all of the magnets were not positive ones. They were pulling me in all those directions and I just said, let's go. And if you're not careful, that's going to be you at college, wherever you go, stay home, go away, doesn't matter. If you don't decide now and you just decide to go with the flow with whoever's around you, the chances are very likely that you will become 
a piece of metal and get pulled by everybody else around you to do what they think you should do and to believe what they think you should believe. And everybody else this summer in your neighborhoods, hanging out with your friends, spending the night at different places, whatever you do, there's a chance for you, if you're not careful, to be just like that and be pulled like metal in every direction by every other magnet. But let me tell you a story because I got saved and I became a student pastor. I was a student pastor for a little over 20 years. I'm pretty old. And as a student pastor, I just want to tell you one little win that I will never forget in my entire life. You're going to Georgia Tech, right? That's good stuff. So I had a student in my youth group that I started hanging out with him. His, his name was Evan. Started hanging out with him. I took him after school every week, once a week, to Sonic before I took him home. We hung out. I just listened to him. And after a little while, we got to know each other. I would get out of the truck. When, we, when I was dropping him off at his house and I'd give him like a little bro hug. Now here's a bro hug, right? It's two pats and off. That's it. That's a bro hug, right? So like, boom, boom. And I would say, I love you, man. And, and I would say stuff like, man, I ain't like weird, but I love you, man, like all the time. And I told him every single time I dropped him off at his house, he would say it back. He would walk into the house. Senior year comes around. Two weeks Y'all go off in August or start in August, right? So two weeks before this senior went off to school to Georgia Tech, he calls me on the phone one night and he goes, hey man, man, I got to tell you something. He said, man, I don't know what to do. I got to make a decision. But, and he went into this whole spiel. And I'm, when he got done, I'm just sitting on the phone bawling. Here's what he said. He said, man, um, Tracy, you're like a second dad to me. And he said, you've been influencing me so much to be more like Jesus that I'm two weeks out from going to Georgia Tech. And I don't have any order, but he said all of this on the phone. He said, man, he said, my dad never hugged me and he never told me he loved me. And he said, you've been doing that every week. And he said, because of that, and a lot of because of that, and I've been praying. And I I got my roommate, I'm going to Georgia Tech in two weeks And he said, I don't think I'm supposed to go to Georgia Tech. I'm like, hold up, man. Your parents are going to kill me, dude. Do not do this in my head. But he ends up saying, man, I'm going to be a youth pastor. I'm going to not go to Georgia Tech, and I'm going to go to Tacoma Falls Bible College, and I'm going to be a student pastor. And I said, dude, you got to talk to your parents first, right? He was decided. He was there. The coolest thing about it is that he went to Tacoma Falls. He became a student pastor. I did his wedding, and right now in North Carolina, he's been a full-time youth pastor for years, and he loves Jesus. Am I saying that to say anything about me? No, God did all of that, but can I just tell you what? God wants to use people to be a magnet to point other people in the right direction to be closer to Jesus. And now Evan is a magnet that's pointing a whole lot of students and families to Jesus in North Carolina. I cannot be more proud of Evan, but here's the, the, the point that I'm trying to make is that God is calling each one of you. He was your age when this started. And it doesn't matter if you become like work at a church or not. You're either gonna be a professional minister or a ministering professional. It doesn't matter. Like wherever you work, God calls you to be a magnet to point people to Jesus. Wherever you do this summer, God calls you to be a magnet to point people to Jesus. And Jesus is what it's all about. Literally, I'm saying that outright to say it clear as I can. Jesus is what it's all about.
You're either going to be a metal or magnet. And it's your choice. We can't make you do it. You're either going to do what everybody else wants you to do and probably one day be miserable if you don't change. Or you're going to be a magnet and try to follow Jesus and pull other people, not perfectly, but in His direction. And you're going to be an influence for people. And they're going to look at you and they're going to say, man, that, there's something different about that guy, that girl. And I want it. There's this dude named Solomon in 1 Kings 11, verses 1-13. through 13. I'm going to read it real quick. It says, now King Solomon loved many foreign women. How about that? How about, that's, that's a good start, right? Besides Pharaoh's daughter, he married women from Moab, Ammon, Edom, Sidon, and from the Hittites. The Lord had clearly instructed the people of Israel, you must not marry them because they're going to turn your hearts to their gods. Yet Solomon insisted on loving them anyway. Listen to this junk. This joke is crazy. He had 700 wives of royal birth and 300 concubines. And if you don't know what a concubine is, ask your group leader. And in fact, they did turn his heart away from the Lord in Solomon's old age. You hear this? In Solomon's old age, they turned his heart to worship other gods instead of being completely faithful to the Lord his God as his father David had been. Solomon worshipped Ashtoreth, the goddess of the Sidonians, and Melech, the detestable god of the Ammonites. In this way, Solomon did what was evil in the Lord's sight. He refused to follow the Lord completely as his father David had done. On the Mount of Olives, east of Jerusalem, he even built a pagan shrine for whatever that word is, and detestable god of Moab, and another for Melech, a detestable god of Ammonites. Solomon built such shrines for all his foreign wives to use for burning incense and sacrificing to their what? Little g. Remember that. The Lord was very angry with Solomon for his heart had turned away from the Lord, the God of Israel, who had appeared to him twice. He warned Solomon specifically about worshiping other gods, but Solomon didn't listen to the Lord's command. So now the Lord said to him, since you've not kept my covenant and disobeyed my decrees, I will tear the kingdom away from you and give it to one of your servants. We're going to stop right there and skip all of that to the first point. Solomon was this guy that has a crazy picture of how a magnet and a piece of metal work. Solomon, in this case, started out really well in his life as a magnet because early on in his ministry, and it's not going to be a verse on the screen or anything, but early in his ministry as king, here's what he said. He said, I want to encourage all of the people to commit your way to the Lord. I want you to follow the Lord because he's where it's at. God even looked at Solomon and said, I'll give you anything you ask for. Ask me for one thing, anything, and I'll give it to you. And Solomon said, I want wisdom. I want to be wise. And Solomon became, because God granted it, the smartest, the wisest person on earth at that time. In fact, we read the book of Proverbs mostly is written by Solomon. And it's all these wise sayings. He knew what he was talking about. He was a smart guy. But in the end, when he got older... And he had all these wives that, by the way, back in Deuteronomy, God told all of Israel, don't marry these over here. Don't marry these over here. They're foreign people and they're going to lead you astray. And he decided, I'm not going to listen to what God says. I'm going to be a piece of metal and I'm going to get all these wives around me because I like this, these women, whatever he said. I don't know what he said. But I'm going to get all these wives around me and they're going to be my wives and I'm going to love them to the end. And the Bible even says that. It says he loved them to the end. He chose that. But the crazy part about that is as they grew older and as he had all these wives, he felt like he had to please every single one of them, even if it went away 
from what the Lord wanted. <coughs> Excuse me. Even if it went away from what the Lord wanted. And in the end, y'all heard what we read. Here's what he said. They started, they started going away and doing what all of them wanted to do. 